Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Bros Pod is, of course, brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember, use the promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Bill Roden on sports. I'm here uh, in Harlem, USA, uh, speaking to you on an overcast Thursday, draft day in the NBA. And, uh, Going to chop this up with my good friend and co-host, uh, the great Jamal Murphy. Murph, what's going on, man? I've, I've, I've seen some nice pictures of you and Kareem getting awards. Uh, he's holding trophies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good good to see you, Bill. You know, been pretty busy with this uh, flag football uh, season. I don't know what season it is for him, but it's, it's like real season number two for him. Uh, he's gotten way better than I expected in such a short period, and he's uh, – all wrapped up in it to the point where my wife is scared he's going to actually like football moving forward. <laughs> uh, what positions did he play? Really quarterback the most. He's that's that's his uh that's been his his love and learning how to play the coaches have taken a like liking to him. So uh you know, he's he's a uh, I I think he's like a Chad Pennington now. Very accurate. Arm could get a little stronger, but uh extremely accurate. Okay. That that counts. Man. Extremely accurate. That's one of the things they say is like IQ. Very accurate. Exactly. He has a good eye, so that's that's good. So, what is there like a summer season? Is this attached to the NFL's? Yes, yeah, it's attached to the NFL flag program. So it's Bed Stuy Sports, uh, and that was their. This was their, uh, I guess, what spring session, and they do have a summer session, which will be mostly uh, like drills and um, scrimmages. So he's, you know, he's rolling right into that probably next week. Oh, this is nonstop. And then you go right into the fall. It's nonstop. And I, you know, it's it's the program. They're like, oh, people, people really like this stuff. The parents love it. Okay, let's let's create a summer session. Uh, more money. So it's like that's, daycare. that's where we're at. Yep. Ex- oh. Exactly. It's like it's daycare for sure. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, good, man. Well, you know, it's good. I'm sure he, and he's a pretty good athlete. Yeah, well, I I, you know, I don't I wouldn't consider him a natural athlete. He's always been very, very tall and gangly, so he's he's had to get used to that. Um, but that's one thing I love about the flag football is that it's it's made him a better athlete. Uh, all the the training, the footwork, the ladders, the you know all that kind of stuff, and he's he's fallen in love with that work part of it. So he has become a better athlete. So oh, that's great. It has it has been impressive. And he's what he's eight. He's turned he turns nine next month. So you know who knows? We'll see where he's at in a couple of years. That's great, man. Great. Wait, so so when is his birthday? This is June, July. July 24th. Oh, okay. Good, man. Who knows, man? You know, we'll be having this podcast 20 years from now, and uh, you know, so it'll be USC or something. <laughs> that, that'll be my wife's worst nightmare right there. So. Oh, really? Uh, he's he's like, can, can, you, can you get him to, to like basketball more? Can you can you get him to do that? I'm like, okay, I'll try. Yeah, John Morant? Well, no. <laughs> speaking, speaking of John Morant, well, no, his, his parents, you guys will never become his employees, you know. That, that's what happened to John Moran. His, his father essentially works for him. Yeah, yeah. It's And then maybe Zion's too. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. We don't want to talk about. Oh, my God, Zion. Yeah. So let's, 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 let's kind of touch off. Uh, this is the world that all these rookies getting drafted tonight in Brooklyn are dying to go into the world of John Morant and Zion Williamson. Yep. So let's yep. talk about uh, uh, Morant first. Finally. You know the commissioner let the let the playoffs in. It's kind of like that scene remember The Godfather, where they shot uh, what's the guy's name Vito or the brother. They wait had to wait till the mother died. Right, right. Come out of the boat, and shot him. Uh, you know, so it made us what they had, they had to wait till the playoffs was over. So right. they <laughs> they uh, they put a twenty five game hit 
on Moran. Do you think that will make a dent? Yeah, I, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a significant. You know, I always thought between 20 and 40 games, a lot of people were asking for 40 games to make a true uh, example of him, you know, half the season. Uh, but I think, I think, in, you know, based on everything that happened, based on he, you know, he actually broke no laws, and we keep we keep saying that. Um, I think twenty five games for me is fair because I I was one of those people I thought he should be punished just for, just for doing something so stupid and affecting all of the you know all this all of the fans he has the young fans he has I you know I don't I don't appreciate him uh, you know brandishing guns. Uh, you know, to to little kids, I, you know, I have I have two sons that that might look up to him or something like that. So I understand that. But on the other hand, I've I've talked to people who, you know, think twenty five games is too much. And 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 uh, I was posed this question by a friend of you know a friend of mine who you met. Remember we met uh, Malik Russell, the, the oh, yeah. ex the ex uh, Notre Dame player. He asked me, well, you know, if it, if these were if these were white guys, like what if what if it was a he was a white guy who was on his way with his friends to go hunting, and he and he and he and he brandished a gun in in the car on the way there. Would would there be the same backlash? Would he be suspended? If it was Jokic, right? You're going uh, to like turkey hunt in Serbia, right? And like his AK, whatever it is. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what white guy would it be like Hunter. What's the guy named Tyler Hero? Yeah, Tyler. What if, well, what if it was Tyler Hero? You know, and he, and, <laughs> but I think it, it would have to be, you know, like oh, you know, we're we're on our way to do something, and they brandish whatever gun they legally have. You know, just having fun. Yeah. We're going to a rally. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to we're going to a Trump rally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to besmirch uh, Tyler Hero. I don't know if he's a I Trump know. voter, so I don't want to go that far. I don't know. Yeah. Does he have any consciousness at all? I don't know. That's show for another thing. And then, of course, there's a Zion Williamson news. Right. Some way even more bizarre. You know. What now? Do you, are you are you familiar with the story? Of him and his he announces uh, he and his girlfriend, I guess, right, are having a child. Right. And very excited about that. And then his uh, alleged porn star lover or somebody posted that. What? What? Now, what was it? Was it like a scorned woman? Yeah. So Zion Williamson's story is more about yeah. He, he uh, reportedly he was uh, dating a porn star, according to her, because she's the one who blew this all up. She went on Twitter, uh, added him by his handle said, you know, Zion Williamson, I'm so disappointed that you uh, are having this baby with another girl. Uh, and I was your girlfriend. So she basically outed him and, and uh, then, then recently uh, said that she had a tape that she had a sex tape that she was wow. about to make public. And then all of a sudden her uh, Twitter account got suspended. So Zion had some help uh, from the powers that be. It looks like either the NBA or uh, Elon Musk. I don't know who helped him out there. Wow, yeah, I can't remember. My, my account got suspended too. My my my. my well, your yours got hacked, as did mine. I, I was hacked. That, that's a little different. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. She just uh, got. She got done in. I guess you know. Don't don't mess with city hall. Yeah, don't mess with big money. Yeah. Um. Sorry. You know. Yeah. So so Zion hopefully dodged a bullet there, and you know maybe maybe she was just bluffing to begin with. I hope. Yeah. But, um, you know, his, you know, I don't think he'll see. I don't think he has any suspension coming down. He's just trying to avoid, or maybe he wants to get traded. But that that's been some of the talk now. You know, he's so mature. We got draft the draft coming up. We got reports that New Orleans wanted to uh, get that get a top three pick so they could draft Scoot Henderson, um, and they might have to give up, you know, Zion Williamson to do so. So that's been the news. But from what I've heard, there's no real traction there. It doesn't look like they want to trade Zion. Uh, so. You know, looks like he's gonna be—he's gonna be staying put in New Orleans. Well, hopefully he'll—hopefully he'll, he'll stop, you know, doing whatever he was doing and and and, and rehab. Yeah, <laughs> Tiger Woods style. Yeah, yeah, yeah real rehab. <laughs> rehab. Uh, brother, what a life, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, you know, you mentioned the draft, man. Um, uh, I wrote a piece today for the Anscape. Uh, advocating the end of a draft, and I could have written it for both for NBA and NFL. Uh, 
Um, but you know, since the draft is tonight, so what are your thoughts about the draft in general? Are are there uh, before we get into whether it should be abolished or not? Uh, just your thoughts. There seems to be no no real surprises, right? Except well, maybe everybody's agreed that Wembyana is that his name? Yeah, Wembyana. Wembyana. Uh, do you think he's gonna? I don't know, man. Maybe I'm being cynical, but whenever somebody comes in with this kind of like, remember Zion came in with this kind of hype that he was going to transform the franchise, you know, which is which we're still waiting for. Do you have you seen him play? Do you buy it? Yeah, I mean, you know, I've seen I've seen him play on TV a, a couple of times. Uh, it was his French team, uh, his French professional team played against the G League Ignite. And where Scoot Henderson plays, you know, the G League Ignite, where, uh, you know, basically the team with of young NBA hopefuls, mm-hmm. you know, usually usually high school aged or a year older, uh, you know, play on that team. And he dominated. He had something like 37 points and like 15 rebounds. I mean, he is a yeah, special. He plays Golden State Warriors. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We have to wait for that. But yeah, I mean, he's he's he looks to be the real deal. You know, the only thing you worry about is we haven't seen anybody that tall and that and that skinny uh, survive physically. So I mean, that's to me, that's the only thing. And it's, I don't think it's a small thing. I think we have to wait and see what happens with that. Uh, and then you have the expectations are so high, right? I mean, I mean, what does he have to do to fulfill them? Some, you know, people are like calling him the best prospect since, or even including LeBron James. Uh, and LeBron, you know, so it's, 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 I don't know what, what he's going to have to do to fulfill expectations. That's the only thing. Well, would you say that LeBron has fulfilled expectations? Yes. So, definitely. what did LeBron do? In other words, I never, LeBron is one of the few people, I think LeBron, maybe Kareem, but I think of people who actually fulfill expectations. Uh, what did LeBron do to fulfill expectations? Remember, he had a shoe for him before he even, you know. Right. I mean, I think he just became, you know, ha- you know, hands down the best player in the league for a number of years. I think, you know, when he when he was coming in, you know, he this guy is special, and and I saw him in high school too, and I was like, wow, this kid is unbelievable. And it was it was really that fr- I remember his first game against Sacramento. I remember watching that game and and saying to myself, wow, he 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 more than belongs. I think he scored twenty plus points. Remember, he had that NBA ready body. Yeah, I mean, he was a big guy who could. I mean, he was basically a power forward. Who could play point guard even from his first day in the league? Uh, so physically, and then he had, you know, he had that ridiculous athletic ability. Um, so from a physical standpoint, he he fulfilled expectations right away. And then and then he goes on to be, you know, multiple time MVP, multiple champion, was in the was in the finals for you know how many years in a row. So I, there's no way you could say he didn't fulfill uh, his expectations. I think. He, it's you know the expectations people are putting on Wembenyama are even higher. You know they want to. He could be the greatest player ever. Uh, he could. Uh, you know how many how many rings does he have to win? He has to be better than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The way they're talking. So, what, what kind of first year does he have to make? Number one, he's going to play eighty-two games. Well, will he will he play him? Well, what, what no. will he have to do to? You know he's going to San Antonio. Right, Popovich. Not, yeah, Pop, which is not. It could be worse places. Right. Um, but I'm wondering to to the point uh, of me abolishing the draft. I'm wondering, you know, I just spoke to C. Lamont uh, Smith, sport agent, and I really thought about that. I know that the draft will never be abolished because it makes too much money. Right. But you know, this whole idea that you're in junior high and you get to choose what high school you're going to go to, you get to choose what AAU program you're going to play in, then you get to choose what college you're going to go to. Now all of a sudden you get here, and, and, and as a pro, they say, "No, no, no, no. We're going to tell you, we're going to tell you where you're going to play, and we're going to tell you for how much." Right. And you know, and typically, normally you'll go to not a great team. And I'm always wondering, like a guy like LeBron, I, I wonder where he would have gone uh, had he had his choice. If he could, right out of instead of going, somebody called drafting him, if he was a free agent. You know where I wonder where he may have said, "Hey, I want to go here." Maybe we, maybe we're going to Cleveland. I don't know how many people choose Cleveland. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I think that's part of the issue in terms of uh, why there is a draft. Why you know the main argument for people who who would never 
we never even talk about uh, ending the draft is, you know, it's for the benefit of the it's entertainment it's for the benefit of the league it's for the benefit of the fans and the fans in different markets. So there's probably a lot. I'm, I mean, LeBron is from Ohio, so maybe he would have went to Cleveland. But otherwise, like, you know, in your article, uh, Oscar Robertson said he would have never went to Milwaukee where, you know, where, not Milwaukee, but um, Camp, what, St. Louis or Cincinnati, one of them. Which one? Cincinnati. Yeah. He would have yeah. never he would have never went to Cincinnati. He would have tried to go to LA with Jerry West. Yeah. <laughs> right. So so that's the problem is everybody who's gonna wanna go to would want to go to LA or New York. But um, but but that's like but at the same time, if you look at college, everybody may want to go to Alabama. I mean, everybody can't go to Alabama. Right. Everybody or, or can't Kentucky, go to Clemson. Right. right. Or, or everybody can't go to Kentucky. Right. You know, so remember even when recruiting, you know, Calipari, they're recruiting and they may you may want to go there, but he said there's one kid in front of you. Right. That's his kid he's trying to get. Right. Now, if that kid goes somewhere else, then they'll go to you. So I'm sure if everybody was a free agent, it might be the same thing that everybody can't go to LA. Right. Or, you know, sometimes, or if you're Asian, you know what? I, I gotta tell you, this is the best place for you might be Utah. He said, Utah. You say, Yeah, but you know, you know, there's a guy, and then if you're a free agent. If you're like well, you're undrafted, you know, could work in your to your advantage. But um, you know, uh, yeah, Oscar said, "No way, I go to Cincinnati." I'm sure Kareem, Milwaukee was not to, to, that he would have chosen Milwaukee. He, he started right. at UCLA. He couldn't wait to get out of Milwaukee. Right, right. But you're but you're right, and that's you know people who you know people who argue for abolishing the draft will say that i mean it'll balance itself out because like you said not every you know you're gonna go you're gonna want to go where you can play and then star in a role and eventually things will sort themselves out i mean you know look at baseball well the problem if you if you abolish the draft i mean you still have you still have you know like you said you have free agency but then you have a salary cap so that caps what people can do also um they have to you may have to do something with the salary cap if, if there's no draft because at the end of the day, these teams want to protect themselves, right? And and imagine how much money when when Biama, right? Would, if he was a free agent, right, right. That, yeah. that was that was a great point in the article about you know he wouldn't he wouldn't be slotted into some you know nine to eleven million dollar slot. He he he'd have a chance to make. Cool. The most, I mean, look how people are talking about him that he's the greatest the prospect ever. So. The num the the amount of money that he would command would be would be you know right. re record breaking. I'm the greatest ever. Then pay me like it. Right. Um, so ima imagine that. And and isn't isn't it kind of a new the the, the cap on the um, amount of money that you can make at the draft? That's kind of a new thing in itself. Relatively new. I know that this was done like the older players to appease placate right. the older players. Right. Like, why are we why are we you know why are we uh, spend all this money on these unproven players. Right. So we're going to put a cap on how much they can make so we can make more. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, the, the, there's on, there's one pie and a lot of different people are trying to get a piece of that pie. So, you yeah. know, who and, and like you said, those veteran players, they have a say in it. Yeah. So, uh, and then, you know, I, I like what uh, C. Lamont Smith was saying, a compromise would be, okay, you have a draft, but you only have let's say, a month to come to agreement. So, you know, Wembe, Wembe, how am I, I, I keep misrepresenting. Wembenyama. 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 Yeah. So he gets drafted by um, Wembamyama. <laughs> yeah, Wembenyama. Do they call him Bam? Do they call, they, oh, they, call, they call him Wemby. I think they call him Wemby. I heard someone say. Oh, I can hear, if, he, if it doesn't work out, I can hear them. Wemby becomes what? Oh, uh, who, who knows? Who knows? I don't even. I don't even think about if he if he becomes a bust. That that would be hard. That wouldn't be a a pleasant media reaction right there. But I've heard people say when they're going to call the NBA Wemby soon. <laughs> the NBA. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but but you know, San Antonio will have 30, 30, 30 days a month, right? To negotiate, and if they can't get it done, then. He go, you know, then he becomes a free agent. But so then, so so if I'm a, you know, if I'm Wembenyama in that's in that circumstance, 
even if even if the other team has 30 days, why why wouldn't I just wait that out? And if I want to become a free agent, there's still, you know, it still gives what I'm sure the league would say too much power to the players. And especially now when everybody's already talking about, oh, player empowerment, the players have too people think the players have too much power now. You know, right. when, when they become a free agent, they can sign that contract. And then two days later, they demand a trade and, and keep all that money. Yeah. 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 yeah nice. So, yeah. I mean, like you like we know we know this is I mean, you don't want to say it's not going to happen, but we know that this is not something the NBA wants. It would have to be forced upon the NBA. Right. Well, yeah, it would be like the government. It would have to be some kind of antitrust right. thing. And I guess NBA could argue, well, you know I mean, we're not the only professional league. You could play professionally somewhere else. You know, but if you want to play in our league, right, then you got to be drafted. Right. So, right. Uh, so when beyond what? What else? What uh, the other people are? Uh, you already mentioned them. Uh, Scoot Henderson. Scoot. So basically, the top three play the top three slots in the draft. Uh, everybody knows who those three players will be. Uh, for the most part. So you have, of course, Wembenyama is going first to San Antonio. And then Charlotte and Michael Jordan, who just sold the team. Remember that? He, he, or sold a huge, a, a large stake of the team right. away. Um, they they have the two pick. And, a lot, you know, a lot of people going into the draft were saying that Scoot Henderson, who's a guard, who's about 6'2", 6'3", very athletic guard, who's who played for uh, the G League Ignite. I... I on Up Next Pod, a shameless plug, the Up Next Pod, uh, Khalid Green and I interviewed him actually a few years ago prior to him joining the G League, the G League Ignite. This was about after his 10th grade year. We talked to him. Um, he was a very impressive kid, very hard worker. His uh, his his like coach at the time was saying he was the best player that he had he had seen in the area since Jalen Brown. Uh, what um, he's, he's from Atlanta. Yeah, he's from the uh, Georgia area, Atlanta area, um, and then so he he decided to sign up with instead of go, he for he decided to forego college and even one year of high school. I think he graduated high school early to join the the uh, G League Ignite to you know to to start his his uh, professional career and be trained on the NBA level. And so two years later, now uh, he's he's looking like the the second or third pick. People compare him to uh, Russell Westbrook. In terms of athletic ability, um, and he's obviously you know very driven. Seems, just seems always seemed like a serious kid even back then. So I don't doubt he's going to be great. And then the other kid that they're deciding between you know taking second or third is Brandon Miller, who was the kid from Alabama who yeah. had that who had the gun controversy uh, where uh, uh, a young woman was murdered uh, in Alabama and uh, close to the Alabama campus. And that he was involved in either in in uh, uh, picking up the person who ended up getting into that gunfight, and uh, and either and what his lawyers would say unwittingly bringing that gun, bringing the murder weapon to that person. Uh, so, and it's funny that really hasn't come up that much. So, which is which is fascinating. I mean, maybe I don't know why. Maybe because he's got a great agent. Maybe because he. People are convinced that he didn't really have anything to do with it. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's that. I think people are convinced he he didn't do it purposefully. Uh, that he didn't really have anything to do with it. Remember, the state police in uh, or the state prosecutors in Alabama would, did not charge him. Well, uh, they said they said that you know he didn't have anything to do with it. So people were wondering whether that was just a local deal, where they were they were basically taking the side of the of the University of Alabama. Uh, but you know the NBA vets all these players, and I probably have more faith in in the NBA investigators than I do in the Alabama State investigators. So maybe there is maybe there's something to the fact that he that he really didn't play a huge part in that. Yeah. Well, anyway, he's going to be enriched, right? You know, uh, you know. Regardless, I guess during the season we kind of said that why was he playing? Right. Well, we know why he's playing because he's like a great player, right? You know, uh, and then uh, so <coughs> he'll either be second or third, right? So that's the debate now. I think it's going back and forth. Who's gonna? Who's uh, Charlotte gonna take? They have Lamelo Ball, a point guard. So people are saying they should take 
uh, Brandon Miller. And I kind of agree with that six, nine, do it all kind of like a Kevin Durant or Paul George type. I mean, he dominated Atlanta at Alabama, which is why one of the reasons why he continued to play because he was so vital uh, to the, to the team and the sport really, because he was one of the better players in college basketball. Um, and then after that, it's a crapshoot. I mean, you guys, you got guys who are one and done, have potential. You have guys who went to uh, who who didn't go to college, went to overtime elite. Uh, so people have never really seen them. At least the average fan has never really seen these these Thompson twins, Amen and Osser Thompson. Uh, who I, you know, and all you have is like highlights of them. To, Which, you know, to, right. Put our highlights together. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I'm looking at these highlights. I'm like, they look great with no defense. I mean, you know, I, I was thinking about it. Like, if I have a kid, if I had a kid who, uh, you know, 17 and he's looking like a pro prospect, and he's and people are rating him high school wise like top 10. I think I think I might forego college also because college can expose kids. <laughs> Right, right. Because you're, you remember, you're, you go to college. You are playing against, uh, you know, Hall of Fame coaches. They can run a zone. They can double you. That you know, they they can focus on you. So a lot of a lot of your deficiencies will show up. Whereas if you know something like overtime elite, from what it seems is, you know, they're playing these like showcase games, only man to man. We don't really know what the coaching is like on you know of the teams that they're playing against. So it's like they have there's less of an opportunity for them to be exposed. And when you look at so what I did was I looked at the 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 rankings, the senior year rankings, high school senior rankings, and a lot of those top ten kids who were projected to be uh, top ten players going into college are not going to be top ten in the pro draft because they didn't have great college freshman seasons. Uh, yeah. So it's interesting. So who's the best of the rest? The, the best after those top three? Yeah. Wham, well, after after Wembenyama, after, after Wembenyama, Henderson, and Miller, mm. like I said, it's a crapshoot. You got the the Thompson twins, uh, uh, Amin and Osser. You have Anthony Black, uh, player who played at Arkansas. You have Jarris Walker, who played at Houston. Uh, Cam Whitmore played at Villanova. So... But I don't think there's a consensus. So it's really after that third pick, it's going to be – it's a crapshoot. Any of the uh, – Connecticut won the national title. Anybody from Connecticut? Yeah, you have – you know, their their best shooter was Jordan Hawkins. Uh, he's supposed to be in the lottery on the back end, maybe 13, you know, 12, 13, 14. Uh, I think he'll be – you know, he'll, he'll be a good player. Uh, he's kind of like a Ray Allen type, but not, but not as polished as Ray Allen was coming in to the pros. And then you have uh, uh, a couple other guys who might go second round for them. Uh, the kid Jackson, what's his what's his uh, what's his full name? Andre Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, who was one of their best players, but not a, not known you know for his shooting ability. He's he's projected to go late first, early second round. So. Uh, it's a lot of one and done guys that that people haven't really seen that much of. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> so, but it, I mean, but you know, you know, the NBA draft. It's about it's about you know watching these kids, watching the families. You know, it's their big day. Uh, their life changes, and it, and it's like a lot. Which a lot of what you're saying about with the Morant situation. You know, will these parents? You know, it's like winning the lottery, right? Mm-hmm. So can these kids stay focused? How do the parents and the people around them change after after they get, get to this money? Because I think that, that has a lot to say about whether the kid actually reaches his or her potential. Yeah, the Morant laws. Who, if you could do it, let's go back to last year's draft. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, you know, can I get an idea of, of last year's draft? If you go like, I don't know, what's the lottery? Top? Top 14. Top 14. Mm-hmm. And find out, you know, how let's, that first year went. So let's look at it. Okay, the the number one pick was Paulo Bancaro. Who? <laughs> Who? <laughs> so and, well, but but he won he won he won the uh, rookie of the year. Okay. You know, 
So that you have to say that that was a success. That turned out that yeah, that turned out to be a success. Where did he go? Where did he play? I know people are saying, Roden, how the fuck can you have a fight and you don't even know? Because, you know, I don't know. Well, he went to Orlando. He went to Orlando. Uh, Orlando had a bunch. Of, that's where our guy Cole Anthony is, who, who's who, uh, whose whose mom is a friend of the show. Yeah. Okay, so he did well. That was good. Yeah, Bancaro did well. Chet Holmgren was the number two pick for Oklahoma City. He got hurt. Uh, pretty much right after the draft, he was he was playing in a uh, you know a summer league game and hurt and hurt his foot and he's supposed to be back this year, uh, but we didn't get to see him play seven a seven foot perimeter player. Uh, then Jabari Smith went third. He had a solid season for Houston, uh, but Houston was terrible, so we didn't get to see much of him. Uh, Keegan Murray went fourth, played for Sacramento. He he was solid. I uh, had a good year. Jaden Ivey went fifth to Detroit. He had a good uh, rookie year. Benedict Matherin went sixth. He had a good year. So I would say the lottery, the lottery guys did pretty well. Let me look down and see if there were anybody who went late that really had a, uh, a surprising season. So nothing, the first, the nothing that really four, stands out. The first four guys did real well. Yeah, I would say the first. I would say. Really, the first seven guys did did very well, and you can't even you have to go down to ten. Johnny Davis for Washington. I don't. He didn't really have a good year. He was disappointing, but you know the tenth pick. He might. You know he could play well next year. And we'll forget about it. Did anybody drafted really low have a great season? I mean, there were there were guys. There were like uh, Andrew Nemhard for Indiana. He he had a very good season. He he was the first pick in the second round. He he actually started a bunch of games for Indiana, so you could say he outplayed his his draft position. Uh, I don't really see any other second rounders that did much. You had some late first rounders that did okay, but nothing you know nothing nothing crazy. I think I think most people are probably pretty happy with it's, at least in the lottery. Most people are pretty happy with what they did last year. You can't say there was like a bust. Right. Well, you talking about of the of the first ten or of the first seven? I'd say the first, the first ten, or first nine. They all got playing time. They all showed flashes, and a couple guys like Matherin, who was who went sixth to Indiana, he was probably he was probably second or third in the Rookie of the Year voting. Uh, like I said, the number one pick was the Rookie of the Year. Jabari Smith was probably made All Rookie. Keegan Murray, the fourth pick, made all rookie. So I think the top teams uh, did pretty well. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I mean, I, probably from this you get gathered that the first 10 are probably pretty much sure things. I guess my question was, of those 10, I wonder of those 10, relative to you know, the story about getting rid of the draft, mm. and this, this would be something I'd be interested in doing. Asking these guys, if you get that, where would you like to go? That's what I was going to do during the NBA draft. Had Jokic, click, 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 click. Had 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 then had, had, had the series been extended, I I wanted to ask a few players. Had there been no draft, where would they have liked to have gone? Right, but then you know they they're all all these guys are conditioned to say the right thing. I mean. Can you get real answers out of these guys, especially in a public in a public setting? They play for Denver now. I'm sure they would just say Denver. I was, you know, I'm happy here. They don't want to alienate any fans, you know. Well, that's, I guess you think we'd be pissed off if if I'm with uh, Denver and they were coming out of school. Where would you, if, if there was no draft? Where would you like to go? And he said, oh, I wanted to go to Atlanta. Yeah, so maybe people get pissed off. Oh yeah, it, it, it'd probably go viral, you know. Oh, oh, he said he wants to play. He wants to play in Atlanta. Click this. Click the link, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he wanted to go LA. He wanted to play in, with the Lakers when he came out. Look at this. Oh, when he when he's a free agent, he'll probably do that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah, everything is, and that's one of the things I noticed about these kids now. Like even even the kids that are about to be drafted, uh, they all just say the right things. Like they know exactly what to say. They all say the same thing. Uh, they, you know, they're very down the middle. They, you know, every 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 organization is great. You know, every city is great. They know exactly how to play it now. All lives matter. All yeah. lives. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
why Neil? I mean, you know, we're kind of beyond that. Be like Jay Z. Right, right. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's a lost generation. Yeah, I mean, make it like you know, they're making a lot of money now, Bill. Yeah, that's that's, that's true. I mean, people, it was easy for you to sit up here and talk about Neil and alienate yourself and all that. You're about to make, you know, a lot of money. Right. And maybe that's and even even back then, because you know, I was watching the, I was watching, uh, I think this this. You know, NFL Network, they have these uh, Story in the Life, I think that's what it's called. Uh, and they had the, yeah. they, and they had the Jim Brown. All Life. Yeah, and they had uh, Jim Brown. And I watched the Jim Brown. And even back then, you know, they were saying the same thing. Like, you had to be a star. I mean, it, it was the stars that had to say anything. If you weren't a star, you couldn't say anything. You couldn't say a damn thing, you know? And and I guess now it's even the stars. Most stars don't want to say anything. But, I th- but it was always just one or two guys that – that had to lead the charge, right? And and normally it took something horrific, right? As as was the case in the bubble, yeah. It took it took something horrific, and then and all the owners, all right, all right, let them let them blow off steam. You know, we could scribble, they could scribble stuff on the floor and yep, whatever, as long as they play. You know? Yep, yep. Now now we're back to normal. Now we're back to normal, no question about it. Back to office and back to normal. All right, man. Anything else? I know. Uh, now I'm just waiting for NFL camps to open. Uh, yeah. What about we we never we never talk about soccer on this program mm-hmm. with good reason because I guess we never watch it. Exactly. Uh, but I was watching something with my nephew uh, Kevin Dudley, who is a huge soccer fan, and we were watching this. I forget when it was, a couple Sundays ago, three Sundays ago, um, and it was some kind of. And I said, man. Now, what, what is this? There are always some kind of soccer league. Oh, this is a, for the championship? I said, of what? What is this a championship of? Right. Then next week there'll be a championship of something else. And then so I said, I, you know, as it'd be like you had a Super Bowl, and then a week later you'd have something else, you know. Right, and, I, and they're saying that the NBA is trying to mimic that a little bit. When you hear this talk of the NBA wants to have an in-season tournament, I think that's kind of – and and like you said, Bill, I don't watch enough soccer to know anything that I'm talking about right here. <laughs> I don't know exactly how it works, but from what I've heard, it's kind of they're trying to mimic what what the what soccer does, in turn, like you know, league of champions or whatever, a league a league within the right. season that, and they're trying to find you know figure out a way to make it mean something. Right. Um, if you who cares? Yeah. You know that. that, that I can't imagine caring about an in-season tournament, but maybe I'm wrong. Right. So what what is it before we leave? What is it about soccer that does not excite you? I mean, you you know, you're a pretty you're a pretty avid sports fan. Yeah. But definitely. soccer never seems to have caught on in the in the Murphy household. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh well I never play and I guess it goes back to even when I was a kid. I never played it, never wanted to play it. Uh it was too much running around for me for, for just for just you know, for, you know, how many goals are scored in all that time. Maybe that's part of it, but hockey's the same way. And hockey probably has more, more traction in this country than soccer does. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure why. Um, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I, you know, I, I don't understand why it's not bigger. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. That's our soccer discussion. for the <laughs> You join us in when? When is the World Cup? Next World Cup. I do. I do enjoy the World Cup. I can. Yeah, I can. I can get into it. I. You know. I like going to bars and watching and watching yeah, the, World the World Cup. World Cup is fun, you know. Yeah. But and maybe the problem is what we see here is MLS, which is kind yeah. of like watching high school football or something. Well, Neymar. Neymar is coming to Miami. Yeah. You, you heard about that, right? Yeah. I, I know. I know he's probably past his prime, but I mean. Well, you know. well that's that's what happens. It's kind of like how the Knicks do. <laughs> right. When it comes, you know they passed their prime when they big name passed prime. Right. Right. So, uh, so. Any 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 implications for for the two home teams, the Knicks of Brooklyn on this draft? Is any uh, anything? Well, the, I, the Knicks have a well. The Nets have two picks. I know that the the Nets. Let me let me go back to this to this current draft. Let me see if I can find it. Uh. Mock draft twenty twenty three. The Nets have 
The Brooklyn Nets have the 21st and the 22nd pick. Mm-hmm. I think it's a deep draft. You know, they so they can probably get a couple good players. The Knicks, do they have a pick? I don't think the Knicks have a first round pick. So I know the Lakers have the 17th overall pick. They're talking about that they probably are, are going to try to trade that for for a real player. That's the thing with this draft. I think there'll be a bunch of uh, trades. There are a bunch of teams that have like a, you know multiple picks. Like Brooklyn, Indiana has about five picks. So I think there's going to be a lot of movement. I think you know I don't I don't think the the Knicks have anything in the first round. Yeah. All right. Well, when does the season begin? <laughs> uh, October. October. Have you, ever, have you ever seen summer league? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've I've I was in Vegas a few years back and checked out summer league. Summer league is fun. Yeah, I would imagine summer league is probably pretty good because you still have these young players who are really excited and trying to, you know, they're still trying to make a reputation. Right, and then you know it's after the draft. Uh, you know, a lot, I'm sure a lot of people. Even 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 me who fo- I follow college basketball very closely, so it is always interesting to see how some of these guys that you think will be good or you're not sure about they play in summer league and it's their first taste of the NBA and and you know and it, and it does usually translate. I mean, guys who have guys who show themselves in summer league a lot of times uh, it translates to them being pretty solid pros. Yeah, at least that first year. But nowadays, you know, you have, everybody's pr- being protected. You have uh, load management. Uh, people are wondering whether Wimbenyama is going to play in summer league. I saw he did an interview yesterday where he where he was asked about that. He said, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm going to play. I want to play." But then the joke is, you're not even on a team yet. The team could shut that as soon as San Antonio drafts you. They could shut that down in 45 minutes. I'm like, who's the guy? You said the guy. Uh, we, we we went over the draftees. One guy was the second pick or third pick. Got hurt, never played. Yeah, Chet, Chet Holmgren. Yeah, shortly after the draft, he got yeah. hurt. Seven footer from Gonzaga, kind of you know similar to Wembenyama. They were you know he was like that seven foot uh, perimeter player, but could also block a lot of shots in the in the paint. Um, and and skinny frame, tall, skinny, and then what what happens? You know, right after the draft, pretty much he plays in one of these summer league games, and I think he got like Liz, a Liz Frank injury to, to his to his foot and he's out for the whole season. So we're, you know, that we'll see what happens with, uh, with all these guys. Yeah. I don't think I would, if I got drafted with that money, I think I will, I will play when camp opens. Right. Well, and, and if you're the team, you probably want that too. Yeah. And that's the thing with summer league. So, you know, it's like, you know, I think the teams are caught in between wanting to see what they have with their player and, and getting the player some sort of experience before training camp. But then if they get hurt, you know, and you know what you have, you got nothing, but the same, you know, football is the same way. You got these guys in preseason, you do, you play them, you know, and you know, do you play these guys in preseason? Yeah. Well, football is even worse, even in terms of the draft. Right. Cause you know, you play two or three years. You have to play at least three years in college. Right. And you get chewed up. Right. You, you right. get chewed up, and then, you know, you go to a bad team, and you find this rookie contract for well, I don't know three years or something, and they they grind, they they squeeze everything out of you, and then by the time that you can up for your next contract, they say, well, there's nothing left here, you know. <laughs> Especially if you're a running back, right? Oh my! And that, and it's so funny in football because it's 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 become like part of the strategy, like in, in publicly, right? Yeah. Oh, we have we're paying so much for this quarterback. We just want to get cheap labor yeah. from from rookies. Yeah, well, let's let's hurry up and try to exploit him during a rookie deal. <laughs> get everything we can get out of. <laughs> run him, run him thirty times a game right now. Like Lamar, you know, have him be like Bronco Nagurski, and then you know, when it's time to read, go well, you know, Lamar, I don't know, even nicked up a little bit. So, well, at least Lamar got his money. Right, right, so. yeah, finally. All right, man. Well, any final thoughts before we say about uh, the special special draft edition of the uh, thing? Uh, that's the other thing, too. You know, about the draft, and people have been so brainwashed to accepting, you know, like, you know, no choice. Right. No choice in the matter. You know, right. onward Christian shoulders fighting underwater. We don't know where we're going. 
but it's this big cultural thing where you know the mother and probably the baby mama and and all kinds of guys who are going to hit him with all kinds of schemes. Everybody's there, you know, as opposed to, and I guess if there were no draft, you had no, there was no show. <laughs> oh yeah. It's an event, right? And so, and summer league is an event now, all this, all these stuff are, are events and drama and who's invited to the green room. And of course, part of that is who's going to be left. Who's not going to get drafted. Who can we put the camera on <laughs> Just to, like, to see that, to see their disappointment. You know, when people get drafted, you know, what, what suit they're wearing. It's it's an event. And I think it's funny, you know, to talk about abolishing the draft. I, I wonder if you even went to the players uh, in the, you know, who are going to get drafted, what, what they would want. They might be so indoctrinated into the whole into the whole routine that they 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 wouldn't get rid of it, that they like it, that they, they've been looking forward to this. Everyone wants to hug the commissioner, you know. Right, right. So what happens if you could actually get more money? If you were a free agent and you can negotiate with all these teams, and maybe that gets to be the compromise that they can still get drafted, but you only have a month to work it out. And right. But I think, yeah, you just, I like, I like it, you know, as a start, but you, you have to figure out a way to close the loopholes to where, you know, one side couldn't just, you know, just stall and then become a free agent. You have to get that because what's what's the re, what is the real advantage that you have a, that the team has a month to negotiate? But is that if the if the players dead set on not doing well, that? Yeah, that's probably the problem. The problem if Wham Wham Bam Yana does not want to go to San Antonio, right? He's thirty minutes thirty. So so maybe I don't know. They'd have to think of some some something that you get penalized if you did not sign with the team that drafted you. Right. And what about back? You know, back in the day, when remember Bird got drafted the year before, and they kept his rights. I can't remember how you know how the rules were back then in the eighties, but they you know they were definitely different rules. Yeah. Well, it's just a thought. Again, this will never happen. Right. It's too too much at stake. Too much. Yeah. Now it's too much money at, at stake right now. Planning, planning the seed. I mean, who 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 would have thought? Who would have thought about nil? Who would have thought right. ten years ago? That these players, some players, in all sports, would be making a lot of money, you know, and wanted to go back to school because they make more money. Right. Who would have thought that? Right, right. So, and then, and it, that took the, you know, that took the the courts getting involved yeah. uh, to create that from happening. And now the NCAA is back in court trying to get uh, Congress to regulate NIL. Sort of like you know, sort of like this draft situation. They're like, can we cap it or something? something. <laughs> you know? They're all over the place. They're out of control. Yeah. They're out of control. It's free agency out here. <laughs> you know, how can we pay all the coaches all this money and these kids? You know, they are. What about the education? I said, who cares, man? Yeah. I'm going to the transfer portal. I'm pissed. I'm going to the transfer portal. Yep. And everybody's doing it. Yeah. You know? Every every team, it's it's almost like it's almost crazier than than the pro leagues because you have complete roster turnover. Right. You know, at least in the in pro leagues, they, these guys have multiple year contracts. Right now, basically, it's a one year contract for everybody. Yeah, yeah, and then don't piss them off. These like nineteen twenty year olds. Mm. And the parents, don't forget the parents, Bill. I know, I know. My kid's not getting; he's only playing eighteen minutes. He needs he needs at least thirty minutes to show he's, he's a pro. Yeah, we're out of here. Right, and all and getting back to the draft, all those kids think they're pros. So imagine that. I know, I know, I know. Well, good, but well, you know, I'm sure we can revisit this later. Yes. Um, any any final thoughts before we? Yeah, final thoughts. Uh, you know, I'm interested to see. Like I said, after those first three picks in the in the draft, they're going to be Wembenyama first, and either Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller second or third. Then it gets crazy, and uh, I guess the average fan, you're not going to know any of these kids. Uh, so go 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 look at some YouTube clips. That's all I got for you. Yeah. Uh, but it, you know, it's it's a you know draft night's fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, these kids hitting the lottery, and then we'll see we'll we'll see how they do in the future. And we'll see you guys next week, next Thursday or Friday. Uh, and I'm sure we'll, there's always, always some kind of story. <laughs>
Always some story. Uh, where we're brought to you by Bet Online, of course. As always, you can, actually you can bet on uh, who who's going to go second or third in the draft. Is it? You can bet on everything, Bill. You can bet you can bet it on whether Scoot Henderson or or Brandon Miller is going second or third in the draft. Um, and we're live on YouTube now. We're live streaming on YouTube, so definitely follow us on YouTube at Bros Pod. So look us up there, and then continue to listen to us on the audio side wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I also got a little bit of potentially sad news. Have you been following the story of the submergible? The, the uh, yeah, that went down to see the wreck of the Titanic. Yeah, yeah, not a, not a great story, right? It just says that the news says the company, the company uh, that runs the thing says, sadly, we think the people have been lost. Wow, but they didn't find they didn't find anything. But they it's just they're giving up basically. Yeah, I think there was. I, I'll have to listen to the story, but they're sort of like they found debris or something. Mm. But, mm. I think they must have paid like a quarter of a million dollars. These were not poor people. No. Well, you know, it's a, t- a terrible story. I know uh, it just reinforces <laughs> my my uh, my reluctance to, oh, to do anything like that. that. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't be doing that. I will not be doing that. Yeah. All right. Everybody, you know, uh, have a great weekend. Have a great week. Enjoy tonight's draft. Uh, continue to pray. Stay safe. Uh, we'll see you next week. And God bless. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube